let me read. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we come to you this hour. Oh Lord, this is your words, the ancient words, the words of life. Oh Lord, we pray that you may speak to us through your words. Lord, show us the way of salvation. Uh, discern our hearts and cause us, Lord, to follow your ways. Let us believe in you, O Christ, that you are the only God, the Savior of our life. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I'm Maombi Mathias. I'm from Kigali, as they said. I'm married to Anita. We have two kids. Yeah, that's all. Uh, today's message is uh, the devils believe and tremble. In general, as we have saw when we were reading uh, uh, this book of James in chapter 2, uh, if we can see from verse 18 to verse 19, this portion of scripture teaches that works are the natural result of faith in God. We will see that faith and work works cannot be separated. Either they coexist in the believer or don't exist at all because uh, works are the natural result of faith in God. In other words, where there is uh, faith, there is also works. And without works, there is no faith. So particularly verse 19 is a good verse, especially for those who think they are saved and they believe what the Bible says, and yet they may be not believers. Uh, those who uh, know what the Bible says about Jesus, those who uh, even can give more details about the gospel, 
this verse is uh, calling us to examine ourselves, you know, if we are in the faith. The Apostle James was a Christian and he was speaking to people who profess to be Christians. So when he says, Thou believest one God, he was speaking of the Holy Trinity of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The persons that the Apostle James was speaking to they seem to say they believe in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But he was challenging them that, you know, that mere knowledge of God, even demons believe so. Oh, brethren, it is right and good that you should believe in the existence of God. That you know, you know, you can say about the Son, the Holy Spirit, in, and you know, and uh, God the Father. But uh, this mere knowledge, only the mere knowledge of those facts. It cannot save you. Because James continued to say that even demons uh, believe, not only believing, but they also tremble. No demon is saved. Do you know any Christian demon? They cannot even be saved. They already have given up by God. Their sentence has already passed by. They are awaiting for their eternal consignment in the fire of hell. If we read in Matthew chapter 25 verse 41, 25 for 41, we see what that Jesus is saying about demons. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. A fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Oh, it is good for you to believe in God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, to even to profess so. 
It is good to know the historical facts of the Bible and you know maybe be a researcher of the things of God. It is good. But today, be careful to notice that a, a person may say, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died. I believe the fact that Jesus died. But it is only merely a mental belief of those facts. No one was ever in the church history saved by those facts. It is only salvation in one person, Christ Jesus, not in the facts about him. Let me give you like a, a, a simple illustration. When we think of the doctrines of faith and works, we can compare it like the theory of the cause and the effect. Every cause has an effect and if every effect has a cause. One cannot happen without the other. In Christianity, faith is that cause and works are its effects. Now let us go uh, carefully in that uh, verse, verse 19. Then I will show you maybe how many people are wrong uh, uh, and how they must go beyond mental belief in the facts of uh, uh, the Bible. And I will show you salvation in Christ Jesus and Him and Him alone. First of all, think of this first sentence. You believe there is one God. Millions of people believe that uh, the Bible is a holy book. Even if we can go out and give an interview to many people here in Kampala and asking them, do you believe God exists? I, I, I may say, many of them, almost many of them will say, oh yes, God exists. Only a small portion of uh, uh, people are uh, like they are atheists and they, 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 they profess to be atheists with their mind. When it comes to the facts of that God exists. You know, uh, the writer of Psalms in chapter 14, verse 1 said, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. 
Only a small portion of people in, if I can refer to my country, they will say God exists. They will say, oh, we are Christian. When I was reading on uh, this uh, Joshua project, is uh, an organization that did statistics of Christians in uh, African nation. I was reading about Uganda. They say that the largest religion in Uganda is Christianity with 83.1% Christians. This true? Oh, many Ugandans go to church every Lord's Day. They sing, they read Bible, they carry all sorts of Bible. I have been seeing them. I saw many, you know, the land of promise church. You know, there are many churches like those when you cross over the, the, the road. But we should ask ourselves, are they true, truly Christians? You know, there are many religions, Muslims, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, non-religion, Ugandan traditional belief, there are as many as possible, and many of them we say, oh, we believe God, you know, we are Christians. But the saddest uh, news I can tell you is that many of them are ignorant of the true faith in Christ Jesus. Many of them do not have the personal faith, you know, consistent with biblical teaching. It is good they have this mere knowledge that, oh, God exists. But something is drastically wrong. Something is missing. Our Brother uh, Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preacher, one day he said that the mere knowledge of the facts uh, that God exists will not save anybody. From Sunday school, we have many of you, or many of uh, African people, even Ugandan. They have been reading uh, this verse in John 3.16. For God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Even you are saying, yes, I know that verse. But think again about it. The verse does not say to believe that he can save you. 
it does not say to believe him to uh, uh, to believe that oh, he can do a lot of miracles to me. It is say with friend, you know, and creator, whoever believe in him. But what most of the people did is to despise believing in him and they go about searching you know, having more facts about him and they stay over there. Only that. Isaiah 53 verse 3, I will not read that. He said that he was despised and rejected of men. So it is good to have that knowledge but do you have uh, have you encountered him have you believed in him or you only know many things about him the apostle james was uh, telling uh, the believers who may deceive themselves that you know even demons believe let me show you in the scripture how demons believe. In fact, this word demons or devils in King James, devils and demons, all of them with a small d, are somehow the same. The Bible teaches that there is only one devil, but there are many demons. So let us read in scripture to see how demons believe. Have some facts. In Mark uh, chapter 1, verse 23 up to 26. Let's go there. Mark 1, 23 up to 26. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who art the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him. Hold thy peace, be quiet, and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit has torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. Look again at verse 24. One of the demons says, this is the what the demon is saying, I know thee who thou art, the only the holy one of God. 
Demons know who Jesus is. Demons believe that he is the Holy One of God. But the challenge, the demon is not saved. Even in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28 up to 29. Let us go there, Matthew 8, 28 up to 29. And when he was come to the other side, into the country of the Jerusalem, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, notice what they were saying, what have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God? Art thou come either to torment us before the time? <laughs> You know, these demons knew that Jesus is the Son of God. You know, they were even advanced to know about eschatology. They knew about the last thing, the last, you know, thing, what you call the last thing in our confession. That's judgment and hell. They believe hell exists, they believe that there will be judgment, even though some of the people don't believe that. But they were not saved. Even in Acts chapter 16, verse 16 and 18. Let me read quickly. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel or a young girl possessed with a spirit of divination matters which brought her masters much gain by soft saying. The same girl followed Paul and us and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation. And did, this did she many days, but Paul being grieved turned and say to the spirit in the girl, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he, the demon, came out of the same hour. Abantu 
Nkulagira mwinga ya Yesu Kristo omuweko nava ko mseyecho The demon spoke through the mouth of this girl Eyamba demon and uh, the girl was saying these men are the servants of the Most High. They show us the way of salvation. And she has been doing this for many days. <laughs> My brother and sisters, like the demon, a person may believe, can believe that the preacher is even a servant of God. You may even discern that Pastor Bill and Pastor David, they are true servants of God and you appreciate them. You can even distinguish them from false teachers or they teach us the way of salvation. But you may still be almost persuaded but lost. Just as the demon was. We should think about what demons say even to the sons of Scaver. I will not read there, but in Acts chapter 19, verse 15, the devil said, you know, the, the, the men who were possessed said that we know Jesus, we know Paul, and who are you, sons of Scaver? Who are you? Them, we know them very well. Who are you? You know, the demons the New Testament had a great deal about uh, knowledge of uh, Christ and salvation and God, but they were not saved. They knew he was Jesus of Nazareth. They knew he had the power to cast them into hell. We saw they knew he was the Holy One of God. No, they knew all of these things. They knew even that he had power, he has power to cast them into hell. They even knew about the apostolic preachers that they were the servants of God. They knew all of that. So when the apostle James is saying even demons believe, he had there was many facts in the Bible. Even demons believe. But on the third point of this uh, scripture, something was missing. In fact, some of the people are even worse than demons. Because the Bible says demons, when they believe, 
they also tremble. We have saw that the demons, when they were confronted by Jesus, they were trembling. The word tremble is friso in uh, Greek, which means they were trembling with bristling hair. It means to bristle, to stand on end as the hair does in a fright. And then to shudder and to quake with fear. Here, there is, it, it means that it was not just merely a speculative faith that they had without knowing him. They had strong points to know him. They, they feared him. They knew who he is, really. But they were not uh, uh, saved. So Apostle James is trying to let these people reason to know that it is not enough to say the mere fact that you know God, you should believe in the Lord. So are you better than demons or you are worse than demons? There are those people who have a cold mechanical belief, you know, of just facts and historical facts and, you know, they are what I can compare in the book of uh, the Pilgrim Progress as uh, a character called Talkative. Do you know him if you have read that book? Talkative knew a lot of scriptures. In fact, he, he responded to another character that is called Christian. You know, I can tell you a hundred verses on each and every topic in the Christian in Christianity. Oh, when it comes to the matter of Jesus, I can give you a hundred scriptures. It was an exaggeration. Oh, I can lecture you about sin with more facts, more, more verses. But there was something that Talkative didn't understand. How the grace of God works in a believer's life. So you believe there is one God. You did well. But is this Christianity? So you have to ponder about this. Some of the people, they have no fear of hell, they have no terror of eternal punishment for their sins. You know those truths, but you do not think about those scriptural truths. 
You are not troubled with your main sins enough to make even your hair bristle or to make your heart pound faster with fear and dread. But even demons, you know, believed. But they were charged to eternal punishment. So maybe you may wonder now, what, what is the difference between a true faith, you know, living faith and this fake faith? How can I know? How will I be able so that I may distinguish? The Apostle Paul was saying that the true faith is shown by the works. He is not saying that you have to have faith plus works and then it's a real faith. No, that's Roman Catholicism. He was saying that true faith, true and living faith is not the same as that of demons because the faith of demons do not produce works. Demons cannot have a true repentance. Or they may tremble. Or they may say a, you know, a lot of information about the gospel, about Jesus, but they cannot repent and believe in him. So I just want to warn you about uh, this uh, kind of uh, false faith. The first one is what I can call a historical faith. This refers to a person who believes the historical facts of the Bible, and that's all. He does not go further and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he's, he, it is on, only rooted in facts, you know, and stories. We have grown in religion where they ask us, oh, how Jesus had how many apostles or twelve? Or who is the mother of Jesus or Mary? The Bible has only you, you go with those knowledge and you, can't, you don't come to Christ. Demons had that kind of a faith. They, they knew, you know, a lot of information as you have seen. Christ gave a rebuke to the Pharisees who were acting like that also. Let's see in John chapter 5, verse 39. John chapter 5, verse 39 and 40. You know, see, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and these are they which testify of me verse 40 but you are not willing to come to me 
that you may have eternal life. The Pharisees were searching scriptures. They thought in them, in them knowing them, they will have eternal life. They didn't know Jesus whom the scriptures testify. They were not even willing to come to him that they may have eternal life. They were only satisfied by, you know, uh, knowing those, uh, the laws. But they were blind about Jesus Christ. They give proof text to attempt to show their belief. Oh, some of you, you know, can even give us the whole plan of salvation. It's good. Martin Lerod Jones said that thousands of evangelicals never go beyond their belief in the Bible to a knowledge of Christ himself. He called that error and the manianism, which means just a belief in the fact and you don't come to Christ. How about you? Have you come to Christ so that you may have eternal life? Paul quoted in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 about the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The purpose of us studying the Bible, the purpose of us studying to know is that we may come to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not like coping demons and no only facts and we don't tremble before the Almighty God. In fact, Apostle Paul one quote in Second Timothy chapter three verse seven, ever running and never able to come to a knowledge of the truth in Christ. And this shall go away into everlasting punishment, as you have saw in Matthew uh, 25, verse 46. You know, everyone you meet, you know, will say, oh, we believe in the Bible. But can they say their love of Christ compels them to be at church on the Lord's Day morning like this? Can they have a prayer life because demons do not pray? That's their faith. 
can say wholeheartedly that they love Jesus. No. I want you also another kind of faith that is miraculous kind of faith. You know, it's those who have had experience of their prayers being answered, healed in a, a, a mountain somewhere, and then they conclude, oh, now we are Christian, we believe Jesus because of those facts. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 up to 23, the Bible says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. You remember even among the disciples of Jesus, there was a certain name called Judas Iscariot, who followed him, who did miracles as others, but he was not converted. In the Old Testament, in uh, uh, you remember the, uh, the the magician of Pharaoh. They copied the, the the miracles of Moses, but those were fake miracles. Nowhere it is recorded in the Christian history that if now you see a man performing healings and miracles and then you believe that now you have become a Christian, nowhere in the Bible. So when you ask the testimonies of many Africans, oh, you are a Christian, they will say, oh, yes, I am. So how, what happened for you to become a Christian? Oh, you know, I was, fo I was fasting three days and two days. I saw a man with a white uh, dress. He gave me a Bible. In fact, from that time on, I became a Christian. So that's kind of faith. Even demons knew that Jesus can do miracles. I will uh, tell you another kind of faith that is a temporary faith. This one, many of people, they can come in a church like this where they will hear sound uh, gospel, but uh, they, they have a temporary kind of faith. We see an example in Matthew chapter 13, verse 20 up to 21, where Christ was saying, as for those, as for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, and yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while, and when tribulation or persecution arouses on account of the word, immediately he falls away. 
ila kutiraba mwachayo na frisa gama Tibanubali inga iliasi ni wakunjazi Gabikula na inga temina milandila Tulisa mwokusomo zimo kwenja ulo Dika ila ni mbao They receive the word with joy But this word have no root in them They believe for a while But in time of temptation they fall away You know there is a, a doctrine you believe of perseverance of the saints Those who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ are believers and they will always be believers until the Lord Jesus Christ will come again. It's not for just a, a short a period of time. The Christian will pass through persecution, through temptation, through, through life trials, but he or she will remain a Christian. So you believe there is one God, even demons believe, but demons cannot persevere until the end. You know, they were once in heaven, and a third of them were, you know, thrown out there. They didn't continue to, to be there. So as I end, there is the last kind of faith I just am I'm encouraging you to pursue. Is a faith that is found in Jesus Christ. Is what I can say a living faith. Is what James is trying to differentiate from false faith, if I can say. Is a faith that is not a mere knowledge of the historical fact of Jesus Christ, only that, no. Is a faith where uh, once you see Jesus, first of all, you know that you are a sinner because he is a holy God. You know you are a sinner and you came short of the glory of God. You will be like Isaiah that you have read in the morning who saw that he was unclean. You are a sinner by nature. By action, you are a sinner. Even in your thoughts, you are a sinner. But what happens when you see Jesus? You will see this in a bigger measure, if I can say. And you will not stay cold. You will act upon it. You will cry unto him that, Oh, Master, what can I do to be saved? And he will tell you in his words, 
Look, I have died for you. I have taken all your sins upon my body. And I have been, you know, died and, you know, on the third day I was resurrected. And now you can turn your eyes unto me. And then you will say, like the Philippian Jera in Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Who asked Apostle Paul, then what can I do to be saved? And the Apostle Paul said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. So, as I conclude, know this that even demons believe and tremble. But God condemned, condemned them for disobeying. There is no much difference between those demons and the people who does not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The living faith will produce works of love. Not the head knowledge that is producing nothing but carnality and sins. So I'm concluding by asking you to examine yourself. Are you having a living and dynamic relationship with Jesus Christ or you are called and dead in your sins and trespasses. I pray that you may have a living faith in the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.